I'm Dr. Sarah Olivo. And I'm Dr. Liz Seidler, and you're listening to College is Fine, Everything's Fine. Hi again, welcome to our latest microdose episode. In our last microdose episode, we chatted about stress, anxiety, and worry, how they're technically different, but feel pretty similar. Today, we wanted to talk about whether worry is helpful or not to you. And there's actually some pretty interesting beliefs that people can carry about worry. I know I was in this boat. So when I talk to my clients about worry, I always want to make sure that I figure out what their relationship is to worry first. What I mean is sometimes people without even realizing that have some notion that worry is helpful in some way. And if you think that worry is always helpful, then it's going to be pretty hard to tell you to tone it down on the worry front. There are a lot of common myths about worry that I hear. And I actually can fall into these categories, which I'll share with you a little bit as I go through them. One common belief about why worry can be helpful is people sometimes think it can aid or help with problem solving. So if I worry about my problems that come up at work, I'm going to be able to find a solution to the issue. So I really need to think about this a lot so I can come up with the right answer. Another common one is, oh, well, I'm worried and that helps me get motivated. If I wasn't worried about this test coming up, then I wouldn't studying for it. So worry is a motivator. There's the belief oftentimes that worry protects us against those emotions we don't want to have. So if I worry about the fact that my boyfriend or my girlfriend or my partner is going to break up with me, then, you know, I'm sort of preparing for what the day when it actually comes and I won't feel as upset about it. Then there's sort of that superstitious belief. Worry in and of itself can prevent negative outcomes. So when I worry about something, and I used to do this a lot. It's like, well, if I get if I get on a plane and I get worried about it, I'm going to do my due diligence. And, you know, I'm just sort of checking that box because I wouldn't want, you know, God or whoever to think I wasn't worried. So I might as well just go ahead and worry. Yes, I'm, I've done what I needed to do. Okay, great. Now we can get on the plane. It's all safe. All right. So it's a bit superstitious. And then we have worry as a positive personality trait. Right. So if I worry about somebody, that means I care about them. It means I love them. If I worry about something, it means I'm empathic. It means I'm an activist. All right. Okay, so let's go back through these one by one and see if we can challenge these beliefs a little bit. So number one, worry aids with problem solving. Okay, do you feel like problem solving, which is I'm looking at all the solutions, I'm going through pros and cons, and I'm going to figure out which one I can do best, and I'm going to try it right? That's very action-oriented. A lot of times when I'm talking to people about quote-unquote problem solving, really what they're doing is they're coming up with a solution and throwing it out, coming up with another solution and throwing it out. They never really get to a solution that feels like the right one, and they just kind of constantly chew and chew and chew on the problem without really coming up with solutions. So that's a little bit closer to worry. Or another time you actually are starting to solve a problem, but you get so anxious and decide that nothing's going to work, so you delay your problems or avoid them altogether. I mean, procrastination is something that can certainly happen here. Ken, from me. Um, okay, worry the motivating factor. So do you know anyone who is successful, uh, whether, whatever definition of success you want to have, who's also not a worrier, right? That they, they're able to do things and they're able to study hard, but they're not necessarily stressing about it or constantly talking about how worried they are. Are you confusing worrying with caring? Can you want to succeed because you value something about your goal as opposed to constantly worrying about it? There's other reasons that you might 
be motivated besides worry. A lot of times people are motivated because of love or because of some sort of bigger goal or value that they have around climate change, right? It doesn't always have to be worry so much. And worry doesn't improve your performance necessarily. Yeah, sure, like a little bit of adrenaline might help you focus when you're taking a test or it might help you sort of have some reserve when you're going into a social situation that's really appropriate. But a lot of times if you're overly worried, then you're not focused. You're sort of a deer in headlights or you're just shut down like a statue. Okay. So I, it's really nice to think about, can we, can we shift away? Can we pull worry away from being the only way to be motivated in a situation? All right. Worry protects us against negative emotions. I mean, I don't know about you, but yes, in college, I definitely worried about someone breaking up with me. And thought like, okay, well, I'll be sort of prepared when that time comes. And they broke up with me and I was devastated. (laughs) So shit, I might as well just enjoy the relationship while I was in it, right? I mean, have you ever had something bad happen to you that you didn't worry about before, right? Um, Or have you ever worried about something and then still felt upset by it? It's not necessarily the case that if I worry about it, that I'm kind of planning and prepping. A lot of times by worrying about it, we're depleting our emotional resources. We're not living in the moment. And then we're even more upset, right? And then you start saying to yourself, like, gosh, I thought I was going to be prepared for this. So all that worrying was for nothing. And you can be really frustrated. So we can untangle worry as a protector. I mean, the superstitious one, I think we probably all know in our wise minds that that's not necessarily true. So if you have a rule about worry, based on evidence, sometimes we're only looking for the evidence that supports their superstition and we're really ignoring the stuff that doesn't go away. And I know sometimes superstitions are fun. I mean, I look at baseball, like, sure, fine, like grow a beard. I don't think that's hurting anybody, maybe except, I don't know, your hygiene. Um, But at the end of the day, it's not really hurting anyone. But a lot of times people get sort of ritualized around this. So it's just a matter of saying, like, can I also, if can I test this theory and maybe pull in other information that shows that if I worry, I'm not in and of itself creating a good or a bad outcome. Worrying about a test doesn't mean you're going to do well in the test or not do well in the test. Studying for a test in an effective way will help you. And you can study for a test without worrying about it necessarily. Those, those can become untangled from each other. All right. Worry is a positive personality trait. I have a story for this one because my high school boyfriend was this adorable, really kind person named Ben. And his mom had unfortunately passed away before we met. They told me a lot about her. He just said, you know, she essentially let us be free. She let us be really independent. And I thought to myself, gosh, I mean, I guess she didn't love you. <laughs> and I was in my instinct to thought because I tended to have family members or grownups that I felt like, we're worried and say, I'm, I'm, I'm worried because I love you so much. But with Ben describing his mother, who clearly adored him and all of his brothers and sisters, I think he had, you know, four siblings, um, they adored her. They felt very loved by her and they felt very supported by her to be independent. So worry does not necessarily mean that you're a good person, a caring person. Yes, you can worry and be caring, but you can also be caring without the worry. They don't have to come hand in hand. Okay, we're going to stop there because it's it's a microdose episode after all. But sometimes, just to let you know that your attitude toward worry can be really eye-opening and a great first step. 
and how to go forward. So make sure to subscribe if you feel like we're onto something here. And that way you'll get our next microdose episode as soon as it comes out. We're going to be talking about whether you're dealing with actual worry versus hypothetical worry, right? So now we've said, hey, worry in and of itself isn't always super helpful. Now, when you worry, because you will worry anyway, how do you manage it? How do you decide if it's hypothetical or actual, what skills you want to do, depending on that answer. So stay tuned and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you to our guests for sharing their stories and their advice. This podcast is for college students and we want input by college students. So please reach out by text, email, or voice memo to collegesfinepodcast at gmail.com or 929-500-2231. Tell us your story, give us tips on topics you'd like to hear, or give us feedback about an episode. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram at collegesfinepodcast for episode announcements and resources. And last but not least, if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast. Every hit of that plus button helps us keep going.